Hello, hello, and welcome to School Leader Soundbites. I'm your host, Veronica V. Sofer, and I have the pleasure of coming to you every week to talk about all the things that we need to know to make sure that we are successful in public education as leaders. I throw in some branding, advertising, public relations, visibility strategies, and all the things we need to make sure that our students are getting the best from all of us. So today we're going to be talking about strategies for making sure we have a strong marketing plan in place. We're going to give you some tips and some best practices so you'll be able to walk away from this episode with some tangible things that you can start implementing right away in your school district. But before we get started, let's take care of some housekeeping. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of School Leader Soundbites. And if you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop some comments and I'll be sure to circle back with you. So let's go ahead and dive right into marketing strategies, why it's important. So crucial conversation here. We are no longer communicators. We are marketers. We are marketers of what we're doing in our schools. Public education today is under attack from all sides. And one of the things that we know is that our parents have choices. So we want to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward with our marketing strategies. So let's talk about the importance of effective marketing. What we know is that you have to be highly engaged in your community. That means wherever your community is at. And that's going to be a big part of the challenge is making sure you know where your community consumes their information and how they want it consumed. We want to make sure that our enrollment is strong, that it's on par, that we don't have declining enrollment, and that we're making sure that we're putting our best foot forward. In other words, we have to showcase our unique opportunities for students and even for staff. When we talk about retaining and recruiting highly qualified staff, we have to put our best foot forward and make sure they know why we are the best choice. So I want to share in the notes, uh, right down there in the podcast notes, um, a journal article that I think would be really helpful to you. In this Department of Education article, it demonstrates that parents do consider a school's reputation and marketing materials when they're choosing a school. This demonstrates that they have a significant impact. Your marketing has a significant impact on parents' choices. Just like all of us, we go to Yelp. We use Yelp when we want to find restaurants or businesses that we want to consider uh, spending our money at. We also look at Google reviews. We are looking at our Amazon reviews all the time. And while there are some great resources out there, at the end of the day, you are your best source of marketing information. So we have to put on our marketing cap when we think about how we are engaging with our community. And I mentioned the importance of knowing your audience. That's That doesn't just mean working with parents and students or staff even. It also means that you know exactly what your community thinks. The HOAs, your chambers of commerce, your elected officials. Do your state officials know what it is you're doing in your district to make a difference for your community? Does your board of education or board of trustees understand what's happening? And are they ambassadors uh, to, to share what's happening in your district? And if they're not, then there's an opportunity for you to educate them and turn them into ambassadors so that they can spread the message. You know, it's also important to make sure that other nonprofit organizations that you partner with are your ambassadors and that they're doing some of the marketing for you. So whenever you have an opportunity to collaborate with a community partner, make sure that you're tagging them in your social media so that they can reciprocate and be sure to tag you in theirs. That's another great way to to bring that in. So tailored messages work. They absolutely work, folks. You know that when you are talking to someone about a purchase you want to make um, just at the grocery store, all of a sudden your phone starts sending you messages, right, about a product that you're looking at or a particular car that you're looking at. 
that's because the technology that is out there currently is really helpful to consumers and to uh, people selling goods and services. What we haven't done a great job of doing in the K-12 space is tapping into that technology either. So there's a lot of reasons why, and I know budget is always a concern in public education, but if you do have access to some of those resources or you do find yourself reallocating some of your marketing funds, I highly encourage that you check out all the different options that are available on social media into some of these marketing tactics that are using. Tailored messages work, and it's really important that you are utilizing all the technology that exists. And one of the reasons why it's important that we have multiple ways of getting our message out to folks is because we're trying to build trust. Connecting with our community builds trust, and you have to craft messages that reinforce that trust. We want to make sure we're talking about our values, uh, our culture, and all the benefits of our schools. So building trust isn't about just sharing stats and data. Yes, that's another big important part of it. But it's also tailoring that message so that it connects with someone, that they feel like they're a part of the community, that they have pride in what's happening in our schools. Storytelling is how that happens. So when we think about telling a story, there are some things, there are some elements that really drive it home for folks. And one of the elements is making sure that it's relatable. So your story needs to touch and pull at the heartstrings of people, make sure it's relatable to them. And it won't be for everyone. That's why it's important to spread your stories out. Don't just focus on fine arts and athletics. Focus on some of the other programs that are happening in your um in your district, especially if it's a program that's new. Maybe it's um, gaming. Maybe you've just launched a gaming program in your schools. So we want to make sure that we're connecting with people at every level. Showcasing achievements is absolutely one of the easiest things we can do. We love to celebrate awards and recognitions, but make sure that you're highlighting all regions of your district, especially if you have more than just a couple of campuses in your district. Make sure you're pulling in the early childhood program or maybe this special education program. Make sure we're tying in our CTE and our vocational programs. They're going to really get some momentum with various parts of the community. And then make sure that you're highlighting some of the unique opportunities that separate you from your neighbors. If you're in a highly competitive region where maybe some um, other schools have come in, private schools or, or even um, some of the other online schools have come in that might be pulling some of your enrollment, make sure that you distinguish yourself from those programs by making sure that parents know how to connect so that their students have access to that kind of stuff. Knowing what people want is key. And one of the best ways to connect and find out how people uh, think and their, uh, their decision-making powers is to survey them. So this is probably a really great time to introduce our podcast sponsor, K-12 Insight. They are great friends of School Leader Soundbites. And I highly encourage you to check out all the different resources they have for connecting and surveying your community. Data is what sells. So you need to know what your community is thinking, why they're thinking it, and understanding where some of these decisions are coming from. So if you've got an opportunity, K-12 Insight has some great platforms and resources and services that will serve you if that's what you're in the market for. Be sure to check them out. They're at k12insight.com backslash S-O-P-H-E-R and let them know that I sent them your way or sent you their way. So I know some of you are asking about digital marketing. Uh, let's get back to, to that content. 
digital marketing might be scary for some folks because it's not something that we're all trained to do and it changes very, very quickly. There's a lot of different tools out there. Some have a fee associated with them and not all of them do. So be sure to check them out. But think about your social media, what you're currently using. What about your email marketing funnel? Do you have one? Sometimes you'll hear uh, digital content creators talk about an email sequence. That's essentially an email campaign and what that looks like. And how does it tie into your website? Or how is it tying into some of the other platforms that you're using? Maybe your student data system has an opportunity to connect with folks. And so you want to make sure that you're doing an audit by just taking a cursory look at all the tools that you're using and making sure that they're all branded and they tie in together so that they're seamless. And what you might find is that your website provider or one of your other providers has an all-in-one tool. Yes, it can limit some of the things that it does, but it also gives you an opportunity to cross-reference and um, separate some of those leads that you have. And this is probably a really good time to talk about leads. In other words, how are you generating leads? Do you have a lead generation system in place? A lot of school districts don't. This is something that some of our private schools and our charter school partners are using because they know that marketing to folks is the way to get parents in the door to even consider them as an option. So if you haven't had a chance to think about lead generation, there are a lot of great resources out there. Um, I've got some great information on my website too. Be sure to check it out, veronicavsofer.com, to think about ways to generate some leads and how you can tailor those messages and content to them and also incorporating lead magnets. And lead magnets is not something we talk about in the public school space, but it's a great way to, number one, bring value, number two, earn trust, and number three, collect contact information so that you can reach back out to those families who might have a particular interest, especially if it's around special education or career technology or some of the other programs that you might be offering. So best practices for utilizing marketing channels are maintaining an active social media presence. Make sure you commit time to put together your social media content. I love to batch. So maybe it's two hours once a month where you or your team members are putting together content and you're batching it. You are planning it out for the month and you've got it scheduled and ready to go. The only thing about scheduling I want to remind you of is that if there is a crisis or if you are in a situation where maybe you've got inclement weather or there's ha something happening on a national level, be sure to pause those automatic messages because we don't want to be insensitive to something that's happening in the world. So just make sure you're monitoring those. Create informative and visual appealing email campaigns. Too much copy is hard for people to consume. If we want them to know more, we can provide a link or even a QR code to drive them to our website where we can host some of that more detailed information. But at a first glance, people want to open their email and just scroll through it just like they do their social media. And then optimizing your school website and, uh, to make sure that your SEO is um, valuable to you. And your SEO is your search engine optimization. In other words, when people are Googling your campus in particular, or maybe your school district, you want to be one of the first or you want to be on the first two or three listings and you want them to be positive news. So make sure that you're tapping into some of the strategies that are available. There's lots of free ones online. Just Google SEO strategies and be sure to check out some of the ways that you can start incorporating things on your website that are going to make sure that it's robust and easily searchable for people. Because when they're in the market, they're Googling. So you want to make sure that you are included in that mix. And then lastly, 
one of my uh, best advice for you is to measure success. That means measuring your impact, looking at your analytics, uh, measuring your website traffic, your email open rates, all that social media engagement. Are people opening the emails? How long are they staying on the page? Are they clicking through? Are they actually going to the form? Those kinds of things. Take an opportunity to look at your data and your analytics because it will help drive your content and it'll help you determine what people are liking about what they're seeing and what they're not because you want to make sure that you're giving them some some good content. So I'll share just a quick little example of what I'm talking about. I recently worked with a school district and we were working on their pre-K enrollment and they were opening a new pre-K center and we wanted to make sure that we were really make, uh, making ourselves available in the different ways that the families wanted to connect. So we had an email campaigns, we had QR codes all over town. We had, um, yard signs that we were using. And one of the things that we learned is that when, when all of those tools drive them to one place, including social media, we could track it. So we knew, depending on the form, the interest form that the family was filling out, and I will tell you that the interest form was very simple. Just a few questions, not a whole enrollment form, but an interest form, which is different because it doesn't, especially with the student coming into our system new, you don't want to overwhelm them with a lot of questions and require documents and prompts before they can go to the next thing. So an interest form is what you want. We were able to track where they were getting their content. So if if one family clicked on a QR code and it went through to their phone and they filled out that particular interest form, we knew that they came from maybe a yard sign or a social media post or somewhere else. So we were able to see where it was we were making the biggest impact and where our dollars were being spent. So make sure that when you are launching a campaign that you are identifying where people are getting your interest form so that you can make sure that you're doing more of what's working. And that's just a, one example of how you can make sure that your campaigns are successful. So as we finish up today's episode, I just want to remind you that effective marketing is about building relationships. It's about engaging with your community, earning trust, and really showcasing your school's excellence and what separates you from everyone else. So I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please be sure to share it with your colleagues. We want to make sure that we are tapping in to a large audience and bringing lots of value to them. So if you have any show ideas or suggestions, make sure you just drop them in the comments. Or of course, you can always reach out to me on the website, veronicavsofer.com. So with that, I will wrap up this episode by reminding you to hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episode of School Leader Soundbites. And if you have any comments, drop them for me here on YouTube or on Facebook, wherever it is you're watching. Thank you so much. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll have another great episode with some more insights and just a reminder to keep innovating because we are very excited about what's ahead for our students.